James, if you don't shut that damn bird up, I will. She moved the knife so the light filtering in through the windows reflected off the blade, glinting and dancing around. Damn, she knew how to handle a knife, except where it mattered the most, of course. Cooking was not a thing for her. It was something somebody else did for her. You know that truth is a defense, I shrugged. Besides, you know that once you teach a bird to say something, it's almost impossible to get them stopped. So, you you do what you gotta do. She started to speak again, but I held my hand up to her. Shush. Put the knife down and leave, or I'm calling 911. Lucifer can say whatever he wants. Go. Now. No! She screamed. You listen to me! You're an empty threat, babe. You're not going to do anything with that knife. You never did all those times. You never did, and you're not going to now. I started to walk towards the kitchen. I regretted that there were two ways in and out of the kitchen, one opening by the front door, the other that led into the dining room. As soon as I walked to one end, she started inching towards the other. Stop. Please, just stop. Put the knife down and leave. Please. She didn't stop just kept backing up a step for every step I took forward. As I reached the kitchen, she was at the other end with a clear shot towards Lucifer. You don't think I'll do it, do you? She asked. No, you won't. But I wasn't so sure anymore. Her face was still closed and dark. There was no light there. There was something else in her manner, though, something I'd never seen before. When I took another step towards her, she raised her voice again. Stop! And then she lifted the knife that still rested on her forearm. She angled it so just the edge rested against her skin and then slowly, lightly moved it along her arm. It was just enough pressure that the damn Cutco knife broke the skin. Blood began to seep from the wound almost immediately. She looked down at what she had done and then looked back at me, her eyes wide. She repeated herself, Stop! And then as the blood began to drip down her arm and onto her fingertips and eventually dripping to the floor, she turned and approached Lucifer's cage. I fumbled for my phone in the pockets of my shorts. It wasn't there. I cursed my lack of a landline, thinking that if I had one, the counter between the kitchen and family room would have been a perfect place for it. The phone would have been right there, but no. I skipped that piece of aging technology and apparently left my cell in the bedroom. 911 was not an option. Would you please stop? I started to plead, not liking the weakness in my voice. Let me get something to wrap around your arm. We can talk. She ignored me as she got to the birdcage. It's too late. First, she reached her bloody hand into the cage and started to stroke Lucifer's neck. Hey, Lucifer, she whispered. Rosie is a bitch, the bird squawked. I watched as Rosie tightened her grip on the knife and raised it towards the cage, sliding it in one of the openings and bringing it closer to Lucifer. Stop it, Rosie, I screamed and raced around the other end of the kitchen. As I turned the corner, my foot slipped on the spilled blood and I went down, hard, Things hurt, but I knew I didn't have time. I started to get up, looking at Rosie and the bird the whole time. No, James, no. It's too late. She moved the blade up to Lucifer's neck. 
It was always too late, wasn't it? Thank mm-hmm. you.